So learning how to love unconditionally whatever is presented to you without judgment as good or bad. It just is what it is. And, and, and you get to choose how you perceive it and how you, how you navigate yourself through it as well. And that for me is, is essential for the limitless potential is, is that unconditionally loving whatever is, is in front of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Being Inspired Radio Show. My name is Amanda Johnson, your host, and today I am here with another fantastically inspirational guest. I know I can say that confidently even before I've had the conversation with her because I can feel her. I can sense her energy is in perfect alignment, is, is vibing at the same frequency as that of myself and each of you listening and tuning in today and of this show and what this show stands for and what this show represents and why this show exists. And so we are in for another treat today as we delve into this idea of loving ourselves unconditionally and loving others unconditionally. And my guest today is a woman by the same name as me, which I love. I'm going to enjoy saying my name many times throughout the episode. We have with us Amanda Hummingbird, and maybe she'll tell you a little bit about why that is the name she has chosen for herself, though it is a synchronous divine moment for me, uh, given that hummingbirds are very significant in my life. So Amanda Hummingbird is a devoted mother of three, a transformational coach, healer, forest yoga and meditation teacher, writer, shamanic practitioner, and medicine songwriter and musician. She has co-written a book, The Revolution of Self-Love, and has other written creative projects waiting to be realized. She has written several medicine songs and holds shamanic fire, full, and new moon ceremonies, along with her life experience of overcoming addictions, codependency, eating disorders, childhood trauma, depression, anxiety, and heartbreak. She is also a certified yoga teacher with cam yoga and forest yoga, and a trained body worker and transformational life coach. She is based in Norwich, where she holds Norwich, correct? Is that how you yes. pronounce it? She is based in Norwich, where she holds her Rise Up Embodied Transformational Immersions at the Hummingbird Project headquarters. She guides people back to wholeness and empowering them to live from their hearts, falling in love with themselves and their lives. So quite the introduction for quite the woman. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Hello. That was nice to hear that. I've never heard that read out loud before. <laughs> Isn't it fun to hear, I, yeah. I will say this often, if we haven't heard our own, our, a description of ourselves read before, it really is, uh, I have found it to be quite impressive. I'm like, wow, really? Is that? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And of course we know that that's not who you are. And yet when we can at least point to the person through through words and, and the way you showed up in the world and what gifts you have had um, to offer and what gifts you do offer and how you're in service, uh, we do our best to, to point to the person that you are in this, in this form. So thank you for all that you offer. <laughs> so for those listening today, we are going to see where this conversation leads us uh, regarding unconditional love. And, and of course, Amanda does a lot of work with this and through her own journey and life experience, we may uh, get to hear more about that, but this is an important, an important concept, theme, message uh, for her. And I wanted to read a quote from a book that has served me on my journey 
I've quoted it many times before on this show. It is one of a few texts that I will revisit or go back to for inspiration. And this is a book written by Marianne Williamson, who um, of course is a spiritual teacher guide and running for president. Well, at least <laughs> hopefully will be running for president. She's at least a nominee uh, for the Democratic Party in 2020 here in the United States. And I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be more excited. And I could also... I couldn't be the least political person ever, uh, and yet this still lights me up. So I'm just going to give her a shout out and a plug there. So this comes from her book, A Return to Love, which is her reflections on A Course in Miracles. And mm -hmm. so this quote, I thought, summed up nicely, or at least gave us some something to chew on when it comes to the concept or this idea of loving unconditionally. So this is what Marianne Williamson says. The Holy Spirit accepts people unconditionally. To the ego, this is an outrageous thought because unconditional love is the death of the ego. How will people grow if we all go around just accepting each other as we are all the time? Accepting people as they are has the miraculous effect of helping them improve. Acceptance doesn't prohibit growth. Rather, it fosters it. So Amanda, what does that bring up for you? Or what does that have you think of? Well, instantly, it, it's, it's a beautiful quote. I love it. Um, it instantly makes me think about the self-acceptance and, and, and acceptance of others as well, but specifically with accepting those parts of yourself that are more difficult to accept. And the bits that we try to hide from others and that we don't want other people to see or hear about ourselves. And accepting those parts for me is really reclaiming the power that they that, that we are giving away to them by hiding them, by, by not accepting them, by judging them. And that really is, has been a, an, an important part of my own journey is learning to accept and forgive those parts of myself. And, um, and in doing so, empowering myself and almost turning them into a superpower and, um, and, and this unconditional love and acceptance of, of myself. And then once you can, you have that acceptance of yourself, it's so much easier to love and accept others unconditionally as well. Mm -hmm. I love that you're pointing out the, the fact that it starts with us. And so as mm -hmm. we learn to accept ourselves, we can then extend that to others. Mm -hmm. um, and yet sometimes it can be easy to see where we're not accepting ourselves by where we're not accepting others, right? So we can use others as that mirror. I'd yeah. love to ask you a question specifically mm. to something that this quote brought up for me and, and get your thoughts on it. I love that response that you gave. And she talks here about how would we ever improve if we went around accepting ourselves? And so, mm. you know, I hear you say that it was through your acceptance of these mm. parts that you didn't want to look at, that you wanted to shove aside, um, that mm. you were in judgment of, that those either became your superpower or they became that, um, the, the way that you could move forward in a more powerful or empowered way. So right. what are your thoughts on that in terms of this belief and either if you had it yourself or when you see it in others creep up that, well, if I go around accepting it, it will never change. Cause I know that was, that was something that stumped me for a little while on this journey. 
to accept would mean it doesn't change. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that, that, that is the, the, the part of the quote that slightly stumped me as well. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel like it, it's, it's, it's this ongoing journey in our life. It's, I don't think it ever ends. This, 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 there's always something more because from what I understand with, with the law of attraction, especially when we have these desires that we send out into the universe, that's when these parts of ourselves that are in our way from matching the vibration of those desires, they come up and they then are there for us to learn to accept and love ourselves. So I think it is part of our growth constantly. It's a continuous loving and acceptance of ourselves because we're forever growing and expanding and evolving. It never ends. We don't just stay in one place. So as long as we carry on, evolving and having these desires whatever they may be there's always going to be something to accept mm -hmm. <laughs> something more <laughs> for sure oh i love that where in your experience because it's so i love that and and, and there's a lot around the law of attraction that i'm not familiar with so feel free to mm -hmm. expound on any of that as it feels uh, true to do that yeah. when i think of acceptance this um and that block or that kind of where we get stumped, this idea of, um, and I'll think of it for myself, I would be very critical of myself. And I would think, well, if I accept that I'm like that, uh, for example, um, well, if I accept the fact that I drank more than I wanted to drink, or I ate more than I wanted to eat, or I got upset at that person, then um, it's almost like I need the critic running in order to change my behavior, right? There's almost this like, mm -hmm. I need to like that bootstrap or that, um, I somehow would need to be my own worst enemy in order to like kick myself into shape in a sense. Now I've since learned that that is not true. Mm -hmm. And so in your own experience in your life, were there times where, where you weren't accepting parts of yourself or were there things that, um, and what, what, what was that like? Or, or have you known what that's like to, put those pieces or parts of you aside because your point we're always evolving and there's always more showing up but was there a time in your life where it was really hard to accept things about yourself yeah there were there, there were there were definitely times when i i was avoiding even looking at these parts of myself because of the the shame and the guilt that 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 came with them and it was it was definitely when during the times when i was um, still numbing out a lot and and using recreational drugs as well to mask everything that I was feeling inside and um, and I didn't really I knew what I was doing rationally you know I knew what I was doing but I didn't really it wasn't easy for me to accept and acknowledge what I was doing because of the shame that came with it and it really took me to hit rock bottom to to, to really learn to um, look at that and, 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 and learn to acknowledge myself, forgive myself and, um, and accept, okay, this is actually what I'm doing and sit with that shame. I mean, that was the hardest part is what, it, what comes with that acceptance is 
whatever emotion is, is, is underlying it, the beliefs that are underlying it. And those, that's where the growth is, is learning to sit with, with whatever is underlying it in order to change it. We have to acknowledge it. We have to be with it and feel it. And um, that's my experience of it as well. Yeah. Yes. And, and you highlighted so many important things there that um, it is the, it won't be comfortable. It typically isn't comfortable, which is why we hide and run and mask and distract and avoid. I think a lot of us are afraid of what we'll find. And I'm curious if this was your experience as well, this fear of, well, if I really allow myself to go there, to face those parts of myself that I don't want to face, to admit the things I don't want to admit, that there could be this fear of, um, of what will I find there? And then I heard you say this, the importance of forgiveness. And then that is where we can experience change and growth, right? So again, we, we think that's not the case, like it says in this quote by Marianne Williamson, and yet that really is the truth. That's yeah. the only place where we can experience change and growth. Yeah, experience that fear of, of what, what, what could I find if I... <gasps> sure, it was, it was what I... What I... Now, now, especially now that I can look back on it and in hindsight, but also whilst in it is, you know, my, the underlying belief, and I think all of us carry this in some way is this, that I'm not good enough. And then actually looking at it and confronting it and realizing that actually what I was doing and the way I was behaving was making me feel even more that I wasn't. I was actually causing my own belief to, to feel that I, wasn't, uh, that I wasn't good enough. And therefore, I, I realized that it really wasn't good enough and that I could be better. And, but it was my choice. It was my choice. And I had the power to change that. And, and that fear of actually admitting and realizing that, oh my God, I'm doing this to myself. <laughs> I'm doing this to myself. That fear is, you know, it's, it's frightening because it's like, okay, well, if I'm doing this to myself, then I'm responsible for this. I need to take control of this. I, you know, I can't blame anyone else anymore. It's me. Full, full body chills. And when we realize that we are yeah. at cause, then we also remember that we now have the power to choose differently. Yeah. And we have the power to we basically, in my, if, to summarize it, we discover our power. Yes. We discover our power because, right. oh, for the first time, it wasn't something else happening to me. It wasn't somebody else doing this to me. Yeah. Now that I've reclaimed my power, knowing that I've caused it, which can feel, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pretend it can't feel terrible and uncomfortable and sad and shameful and all the things that might come up with that equally. You used the word earlier, it is empowering because then yeah. we remember who, who has the power to now move forward. We, yeah. that power is within us. So that's right. Is there more you want to say about that? The power that now is within us to, to move forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, once you, once you realize that, that it's, it, it, it is, it is you and it, it, you are, you have that power and you have that responsibility. That's also really scary <laughs> because then you're like, oh, well then who do I want to be? I get to choose. I get to choose. And, and then, and then it's exciting because you're like, okay, well, who do I want to show up as in this world? Who do I want to be? Who, what do I want to feel? What impact do I want to have on the world around me? Because at the moment, you know, when you're in it and you're, and you're 
feeling not enough and being not enough, you're impacting the world around you in that way as well. So then when you, you also then have the responsibility to think, okay, well, what can I do that is going to impact the world in a positive way as well as my life? And connecting to that is, is just super exciting because then you realize that you really are the master creator of your life. You, get, you can be anything and anyone that you, that you choose to be. And, and, and that's just, that's limitless, you know? That's where this unconditional love and this limitless potential, you know, comes, comes into our life. <laughs> I love, I have so many, I, my body is just full of chills. <laughs> it's so, so exciting. Right now. <laughs> Isn't it amazing what, what happens when we even speak about what we start, yeah. we start talking about these ideas that it just yeah. raises our frequency. Um, and I love how you're connecting this idea of unconditional love. And I, I want to see if there's more even to be said about this, where mm-hmm. it maybe it requires unconditional love or, or if it, it, but there's this idea of we unconditionally love ourselves. And as we do that by looking at the parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at, because that is all of it. We have to include all of it to be unconditional. We then remember our power. We remember our, our, that we are the creator, the author of our lives. And now we can be limitless. And so there, I love this, this idea because I've, I actually just had a guest um, on, we were talking about, you know, the fact that we can be, do, and have anything we want, right? This kind of limitless potential. Mm. And I don't know if we necessarily addressed this unconditional love piece. And I Mm. see them potentially as being, mm, they need to go together, perhaps. Would you agree with that? Or how would you? Yeah, for sure. That's definitely my experience anyway. It's they, they definitely come together. Because you realize, when you realize you have this limitless potential, how that then shows up, just because you, 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 you've put out these desires into the world about of who you want to be and how you want to feel, doesn't mean that it's going to show up like that instantly. There's a process, there's, there's a way, there's an unfolding. And so you have to watch presents itself doesn't always show up as how you expect it and how you want it to look. And so there, then that, that's when this, this, um, this gift of, of unconditional loving, whatever is presented to you. So you love, Every experience, every relationship, everything that shows up in your life is is happening for you because you have asked for it. So, So learning how to love unconditionally whatever is presented to you without judgment as good or bad. It just is what it is. And, and, and you get to choose how you perceive it and how you, how you navigate yourself through it as well. And that for me is essential for the limitless potential is, is that unconditionally loving whatever is, is in front of you. I love, and I love that um, perspective, moving it outside of ourselves. I mean, it starts with mm-hmm. us and then we extend it to everything, every experience, every opportunity. I always love asking my guests questions like this and forgive me because it puts you on the spot. Like you're supposed to know this answer from above, but <laughs> I, I'm really asking it more from your own inner wisdom, inner experience, what comes mm-hmm. through you in this moment, which is why do you believe or why do you think we as humans have such a hard time loving unconditionally, whether that be ourselves, be what happens, be others. Where is that resistance or stuckness? Okay, so it's interesting because this is something that I've 
been exploring actually in, in especially in the last six months and from my experience any anywhere i think it is a a disconnection from who we really are so i've been i've been doing a lot of um Joe Dispenza's work and I went to one of his advanced retreat in November and I and I had the most profound ex mystical experience and I connected to the divine higher intelligence whatever you want to call it source God whatever it is but I felt it I felt who we really are and who we really are is unconditional love and because we live in this world where people we're, we're, we're not we're not taught to believe that we are anything more than this physical matter. And actually we are so much more than that. And I think it's that, that separation and that disconnection that, that um, creates this um, challenge and this struggle to love ourselves unconditionally. That is mm. so beautiful. Yeah. And synchronous. <laughs> <laughs> the the guest I was referencing who talked about B, do you have anything uh, yes. we were talking yesterday um, in this point in time when you were listening to this episode? Who knows? But in my real in my reality currently, it was yes. yesterday. And he uh, actually I read a quote by Dr. Joe Dispenza to kick off the episode, and he's a, a, wow. a big fan of his as well. So of course there's mm -hmm. a, a synchronicity there and this connection okay. and, and this limitless potential and how it really comes from this resonance of love and love for ourselves. Okay. And that is to you, what I'm hearing you say is we have we we have felt this illusion of separation. We have yes. forgotten who we are. We have felt disconnected from who we truly are, and yeah. that very much is what I'm on a mission for is this to, to reveal and express more of that in our lives. Yeah. Because to me, when we remember that, uh, although I'm now reading that maybe remember isn't the word, but whatever you want to use, remember, reveal, um, you know, regain, whatever that word is for you, that we truly are all connected source divine energy. Uh, and from that unconditional loving place, all things are happening for us. There is, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to fear. There's nothing to um, think that we aren't going to be okay. And therefore there's nothing to judge as right or wrong, good or bad, because we can trust that all is exactly as it is meant to be, meant to unfold. And with that, knowing then I know I can love myself more unconditionally. I can love, then I can extend it to others. I, I think of myself over and over again, the, the times where I respond in a way I wouldn't want, want to quote unquote respond, or I consume something uh, that then I later go, oh, I don't feel so good now or whatever it is to in ev every one of those moments is an opportunity for me to love myself more unconditionally, for yeah. me to, to trust and remember in that moment in time, who am I? Who am yeah. I truly? Yeah, I think remember is a good, because we do need to, rem I mean, I always um, still, you know, I, I have to remind myself when, when I get caught up in a moment in my own thoughts. It's mostly in my thought, I'm really, I'm much better at, at, at not reacting now, but I'm still, it's still all going on inside <laughs> sometimes. And it's in those moments that I have to pause and remind myself, okay, hold on a minute, that is, 
that that that's not me that's just that's that's the imprints of the past and that it's and, and as dispenser talks about it as a it's the um, it's an addiction it's an emotional addiction inside of your body it's a it's a habit and you have to overcome that habit so reminding yourself in that moment is really good because it's like remind saying okay well that's not me and then reconnecting finding a way to reconnect to your spirit whatever whatever tool that, that that works for you whatever it is finding a way to to reconnect is is essential um and then when you feel it and you drop into it and you you, you then align yourself with with who we really are again the question that feels, and that's uh, so beautiful, the question that feels like it's coming up now is this idea of when we love others unconditionally and what does that mm -hmm. look like? And um, I will use my example briefly to set the stage for why I'm asking this question is, you know, I've been in relationship with a person um, no longer, however, for many years, that was an addiction mm -hmm. and um, really, and, and we were totally playing out codependency. And there was this, uh, I felt, and to this day, I still believe this, that he came into my life in order to teach me how to love unconditionally. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, that that's how I choose to see how everything happens for us, that there, there was no mistake in that. And I do believe I strengthened that muscle, if you will. I really, I, I was given an opportunity over and over and over again to say, am I going to love the person or am I, you know, who, who he truly is, or am I going to love the actions and, and these other behaviors and things that are upsetting or triggering or whatever. And, and I got to keep coming back to, I'm going to love who he truly is. Can you talk about that a little bit more though, at least in your experience? And I ask because I think there are uh, times where that can seem confusing to people. It, can, it was times confusing to me, right? Where do I, when do I let go? When do I, you know, what does it mean to unconditionally love somebody in this case? Um, it, so what comes up as I talk about this in your own experience of what it means when we unconditionally love others and how that can look yeah. and how that can show up? So, um, instantly, it, I think relationships are always a great way to love <laughs> unconditionally for everyone, really. And, and, and that really was... The, the ending of my marriage. So I, I was, I had a 17 year relationship and marriage that ended two years ago. And, and that for me, I, that broke me my whole life as I knew it, I fell apart. Um, I, I just, you know, I had to start again. I didn't know how I was going to do this. And, and it was that my relationship with him uh, that I made a commitment to myself that no matter what I was going to learn to love, him and, and and myself and whatever came up harder than any other emotion and that was that was the kind of the start of my journey of, of loving unconditionally and and all the people that were involved with in in the, the breakup of our marriage and and what how that really challenges me is is learning to love and accept someone even if they don't behave and say what you want them to say or behave in the way that you want them to to actually you have you know learning to be really compassionate and not take it personally it's not about you it's not about me it's about it's it's that it's them it's a projection of how they feel about themselves so and and when when it when you look at it that way 
you can only but love them and and you may not be able to do anything about it because it's not your responsibility to change that but just love them anyway send love to them and you know there were times it was really really hard to do that <laughs> but i never gave up and and i feel like i am i'm very much in this place now um where i'm able to do that and it is empowering for me because it also detaches me away from um all the all the the old beliefs and stories that 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 kind of were that that were around my relationship with him and, and with my past as well. So, um, and it teaches you also to set really strong boundaries, which are important as well <laughs> when it comes to that. Yeah. Can you, would you go into that a little bit more? Because I think I have um, the concept of boundaries and unconditional love. How yes. do those fit together for you? So I can, so for me, it was very much realizing that things could not, because we were still attached to each other in a certain way. And in order for, for me and, and him, I guess, to move on, to be able to start a new life, I realized that I had to create some sort of uh, an attachment to him and, and, and place some boundaries down about what was now okay and what wasn't okay. And, and, and also do it in the most loving way that I could. It may not have, he may not have liked it, but it, it still was coming from a place of love and um, love for myself first and foremost, and also sending it to him. Because I know that in setting these boundaries, you're actually, it is, it's actually the most loving thing you can do for you and the other person. It may not seem like that at the time, but it really is. Because it's, it's saying, okay, this is okay for me, but this is not. And, and that's okay to set those, you know, those, those lines down, where, whatever they are. Beautiful. Thank you. I, there's the, I, I often will say this on the show that I will, it's never um, a coincidence or a mistake when I have a guest that I can ask some you know, questions of that really influence or impact me directly. And then I trust that others listening get something from that, you know, receive something from that as well. So beautiful. So before, before we pivot to my closing questions, because I'm loving yeah. this conversation and I, I want to, I always like to give a little space. Is there, is there anything else around this concept of loving unconditionally ourselves, others being limitless, you know, enjoying the nectar of life that, that you wanted to express or that's coming to you right now that you want to share with the audience? Well, what, what, what's coming straight up is really this, this, um, is gratitude. Gratitude is, is very much a part of it all is, is, is it being able to embody the energy of gratitude, um, of being grateful for every single moment and every single thing that presents itself past, present, and in the future as well. And, you know, it, it, it all ties in really beautifully together, gratitude, unconditional love and limitless potential you know if you can you know as joe dispenza says and 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 many other teachers as well gratitude is the ultimate state of receivership abraham hicks speaks about this as well is if you can embody this state of gratitude you're enhancing your receptivity you're opening yourself up surrendering to 
all that, that is that is there for you to receive in the world and um yeah and and and, and gratitude kind of is great it weaves in beautifully with all of that I love that. And I, I, I love how they're all they're Of course, they're all connected. It, it's all connected. We're yeah. all connected. And yeah. to, to point to that and really name that, uh, mm, that feels so good. And yeah, I, <laughs> the more and more I practice gratitude, you're right. There's this receptivity of, um, that is being enhanced, that, that is being opened and expanded. And for anyone listening, noticing where you're, where there's still this, um, resistance to receive, right. And, and then wow. seeing where is that showing up? And, um, again, that's all connected as well, probably to those areas of ourselves that we haven't looked at or loved or, um, realized yet. So, mm. yeah, that was a, that was quite a big, um, realization for me was when I became aware that, I was not giving myself permission to receive love and support. Mm. I wanted it desperately and I thought that I was open to it, but actually I wasn't. I was just kind of standing on the sidelines, just keeping very safe, not letting anyone in. And, it, and once you, you open that up and you're really opening yourself, surrendering to it, it does make you feel very vulnerable. I remember feeling very exposed, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it, it then, it, or the walls just crumble. The walls just crumble and then things just start to flow. You just start to attract so many different people and experiences and everything into your life. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> Oh, it's so beautiful. And I can feel that energy with you, which I know is why my body keeps like, <laughs> giving me all the all the sim signs that it's like yep total truth total truth i love it well i love this conversation is um is so beautiful and divine and i'm anyone listening i feel like of course we only scratch the surface when i get these conversations and have these have these connections and and I know that that's okay. That's exactly as it is meant to be. And those of you listening and going, oh my goodness, I want more. Well, of course, there's so much more to be had. There's more of Amanda to be had. You can, I'll make sure you know where to find her, um, thehummingbirdproject.co. And I'll mm -hmm. link to her a link to her in the show notes so you can go out, find out more about her if there's something that lit you up as she was speaking. And if she's mentioned something or referenced something that you're interested in, go find it. Follow the breadcrumbs. I'm a huge believer that there are no coincidences in life. And so when we receive a message, even if the time isn't right now, maybe we put it in the, you know, put it in the, in the cart or we go buy it or we make sure it's on our shelf for when the time is right. And we'll know when that is. So I know you're listening to this for a reason today, and I want you to take whatever you're meant to take away with you, um, being present to that. So I like to conclude asking my guests a few questions, and this will also offer us additional inspiration for us to take with us on our, on, um, on our day. So Amanda, who is a source of inspiration for you and why? Well, the most recent um, that I've, I, I mean, he's been around for a long time, but I've just um, started to get really inspired by him is Tony Robbins, actually. <laughs> and I haven't ever really watched anything or about him. And I've always had these, these funny judgments about him, but actually I watched a documentary about it the other day and I just, he's so inspirational. You know, the, 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 the millions of people's lives that he changes and um, 
and you know like like many of the other inspiring people that um i um I follow like J Joe Dispenza and Sadhguru and Brené Brown, you know, that it's, it's about love. Everybody wants to impact the world. Everybody wants to do what they can to make a difference. And yeah, he's, he's at the moment, I've just started reading his book and yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And um, of course I had another guest that, you know, personally, Adam on the show, and he <laughs> also talked about Tony Robbins. I did. And, yeah. and I, I had to share this with him and I'll share this with you that I also had a lot of resistance to Tony Robbins when mm -hmm. I first in was introduced to him. And I, I, you know, again, I think that was just where I was at in my life at the time. Yeah. And I, I'm re-inspired to now uh, seek him out again and perhaps get a new perspective of him. So I will mm -hmm. be checking out that documentary. Um, yeah. is, it, is it called I Am Not I Am Not Your Guru? Is that the name yeah. that you're referring yeah. to? Beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Prepared to cry. I cried a lot. <laughs> I love it. Any, you know what? I have to say, I think that's actually why I watch anything on television. I, I watch yeah. very little, but I'm very selective and I usually do it to have some sort of emotional release. That's just what, mm -hmm. I, what I use yeah. it for. Yeah. All right. So my second question for you is what place or activity most inspires you right now? Place, really. I love to be, I love to be in the woods. <laughs> I love to be amongst trees and um, out in nature. We, we went for a, a lovely walk yesterday and um, yeah, I just, it, it helps me to just get so connected you know, to feel, to feel the connection with, with nature is just something that I love. Yeah. Uh, my last question, and you've already started to point to this, so maybe there's a different answer or you can elaborate on one you've already given, but what is a favorite book that has inspired you on your journey? Gosh, so many. But the one last year really was, I'd have to say is Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, that really has, you know, I, uh, it, uh, the, the le learning quantum physics and the science behind it and, and not being mathematical or science minded at all and being able to understand that is amazing and understanding, you know, the, the how um, and, the, and the why as well is, is incredible to, to my own meditation practice. And, and it just makes me, it allows me to go so much deeper. And that book is incredible. Mm. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, it's definitely been recommended a few times on this show. Yeah. And it is one that I own. I haven't finished it. And yet I know that when the time is right, if the time is right, I will. And yet even from what I read of it, I got, I received so much, right? There's so yes. much in there. So yeah. I love that he has served as such a, an inspiration to you and so many others out there all yeah. loving, right? We're, we're here to love and change the world and make a difference, right? That's right. Starting yeah. with ourselves, starting with yeah. ourselves. Yes. <laughs> well, Amanda, thank you so much for being here to speak with us about unconditional love and our limitless potential that we can access by loving ourselves and, and experiencing that, that and living that feeling of gratitude um, and not being afraid to go there and to go to the depths to see what's under there so that we can reveal our own power and then be empowered to create the life that we desire or to experience the life that we desire. However we get there, however we arrive there as you know, at that point isn't important in my opinion, as long as we 
find our way and we're courageous enough to do that. So thank yeah. you so much for being here and sharing mm -hmm. yourself. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Loved it. Awesome. Good. And for everyone tuning in, thank you so much. I, I will once again ask that if you haven't already subscribed to the show, you'll be notified of all of my incredible guests that I am having now coming in um, rapid fire. I'm, I'm excited for all of the people I'm getting to connect with and share with each of you. Rate the show, review the show if it, if it speaks to you so that more people can have access to it and, and know about it because this is not done um, in isolation. We are doing this together collaboratively and we are interdependent. So you are making a difference here and making an impact by sharing this information with others. Um, just as Amanda is sharing and making a difference in her world, and I, I trust I am doing the same in my world. Together, we can make a bigger difference. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And until next time, many blessings.